Welcome to the Greyhound Girl podcast with your host, Dimity Ma. Proudly brought to you by Greyhound Performance Products. You can find them on Facebook or visit their website at greyhoundpp.com.au. We hope that you enjoy this episode and thanks to everyone for your support in promoting our wonderful industry. I um I wanted to start off by you know sort of talking to you about how the the thrill of the chase uh, TV show concept um, come about because you know I I've spoken to a few people about it and we sort of just shake our heads at the fact that you know we've got Greyhound programs on free to air TV which you know growing up is something I never thought I'd see so how did that all sort of um, come about like it's a, it's amazing that you know we've got that sort of coverage. It sure is, and it's look. It's been a dream to be a part of, to tell you the truth as well. And I certainly can't take the credit for the the start of Thrill of the Chase because that all kind of came from Lou Martin, my my boss, and then um, I suppose the belief of the board at GRV to to push out our stories on on free to air and and just give give you know people outside of greyhound racing the opportunity to see the stories and to see, you know, to, to, I suppose, have people experience Greyhound racing like I know it and like I love it. And I think that's just what has been the biggest thrill of the show so far. Yep, for sure. <clears throat> Excuse me. How, um, what was it like doing that first episode? I mean, you suppose you would have been thinking, oh, you know, hope this goes well. But yeah, everyone I've told to watch it just loves it and just wishes there was more of it, to be honest. <laughs> the the pressure was high. I think um, probably no one more than myself had had such a um, I suppose a high pressure when it came into thrill of the chase and and wanting it to succeed and wanting people to enjoy it. And I think it's got easier as as time's gone on and and we get the positive feedback and and we get people learning about the individuals in the sport. It's not just you know the the big people who who make our sport tick and we see on the outside. But but there's so many little wonderful people who also make the sport tick. I know it's sort of hard to narrow down, but is there a particular moment from the show so far that's sort of, you know, stuck in your mind and you just thought, wow, that was really special? Oh, I reckon you've, you've put me on the spot there. I, I want to say going to um, to Anthony as a party's place the year that Whiskey Riot won the Melbourne Cup, um, getting to see behind the scenes of what it took for to get Anthony's dogs to the track and, and it almost felt like we had the inside scoop. Um, <laughs> and then probably also just recently when we went and filmed at David Gill's property um, with Angela Langton and they sat down and spoke about the dead heat in in the Melbourne Cup heats. Um, they're the best of friends. But I think what was so great is I saw that set up on on how we we conducted that interview with the two people watching the race back. I saw it in other sports, whether it's football, cricket, tennis. Like I, you know, saw two stars of the sport sit down and and you know talk about what happened and to see that transformed into greyhound racing. I think was something really really great, and yep. it just kind of made me feel that I suppose we're, we're legitimate I, I've known for a long time but it just kind of put the icing on the cake for me there yep for sure now you have covered and you know still will cover some of our biggest um race nights I mean to have that sort of you know access and and view you've pretty much got the best seat in the house do you get you know and I've asked a few other obviously personalities this question but do you get sort of um 
nervous, excited? Like, what's it like being there as soon as, you know, someone has won, you know, whether it's half a million dollar race or a group one or whatever, it just must be amazing to be sort of the first person that has access to them after the race. It's funny, I often say to my husband that I feel like I've almost, you know, uh, competed in the victory with them or always a part of um, the win because I'm right there straight after it happened. I think probably one of my favourite um, victories to be alongside would have to be Jerry O'Keefe when he won um, the Stand Down Cup a few years ago when he was just, he was so shocked and he was almost using me to hold himself up and it's just <laughs> like, it's 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 so amazing. It, it's nerve-wracking because you feel like you want to do it justice because this is you know part of, part of people's history part of um you know people's livelihoods and they get a chance to look back on this so you want to make sure you're asking the right questions and and you're also getting the best out of them as well so it's it's a lot of pressure a lot of excitement but it's emotional too it's it's a huge roller roller coaster yeah for sure now your journey started over in wa is that correct when you were a kennel hand over there for um Linda and Chris Britain is that right yes yes that's right I worked um for Linda for I want to say uh, probably for oh, 15 years maybe oh more. wow um I started when I was probably in, I think it was year two I, I went out to uh, Linda's place because I went to school with Linda's niece Mel and Mel took me out there and we started walking um dogs on a Saturday morning and then as Mel would go home I'd ask to stay and <laughs> I mean I, you couldn't get a better role model than Linda I mean yep. it's to me, I grew up thinking that women could do absolutely anything and everything, and that's because I had someone um, who was a role model for me who who could dominate anything. She was the ultimate professional, but what she did, I think, that set her apart from anyone else was that she took the time to explain everything. And, you know, it doesn't matter how small or minute the detail is, I knew that everything that was coming out of Linda's mouth made um made the dog's welfare, you know, 100%. And so I knew whenever Linda was talking, it was time for me to, to sit and listen and I'll be forever grateful for, for the head start she gave me and the dogs. Is there um, a particular memory that you have from your time with her that um, sort of stands out to you? Was there a sort of, a, you know, special race that meant something to you that you handled in? Absolutely. I um, was really lucky to be a part of Zelma Fever and when she won the Temley at the Meadows. Oh, and yep. I think when – so Linda flew me over. I um, I went and stayed with Ivy, so that was Zelma Fever, with um, Rob Crawford and Leanne Crawford and then um, won, won the Temley and then went down to continue on the Australian Cup Carnival with Robbie Britton and I think just meeting all these big names. But uh, – <laughs> Zelma Fever was a she, – she almost changed my trajectory in life. I, that was when – you know, at the Meadows was when I met my now husband and, and moved over here and made great um, connections to people in Victoria. So I, I literally have little Ivy to thank for it because without that opportunity, without that bond I had with her, it's – I probably wouldn't be where I am today. Yep. Did that sort of experience over there um, with Linda and Chris, you know, obviously it – having that background knowledge helps you in your current role, you know, obviously doing race analysis and interviewing people because you sort of know what it's all about. Yeah, and I think I was, I, I feel like I know what um, I want to hear on the other side too. You know, you grow up um, reading and and um, listening to, to interviews or, you know, watching Sky and, you know, watching the interviews post-race and and you just think, righto, I, I know what needs to be said, I know what wants to come out of it and I know what I want to see. So I think it's been a huge part. 
how did you um when did you sort of realize that you wanted to get into the media side of greyhounds was that something you always sort of um, wanted to pursue well not really I, I think if you told me um 15 years ago that I'd be in front of camera on free-to-air tv I'd tell you that you're an idiot but <laughs> it's it's certainly you know not the case it's it's funny I have um a different memory of how I kind of got involved I came over um to work pretty much behind the bar at Geelong from WA um over to here in Victoria and then Andrew Copley who works for GRV told me that I called him up one day and said that you need to give me a job because um because I need to get involved in the media side it's funny I started to be a journalist at university and and so I thought I was just going to be a writer and all of a sudden I found myself in front of camera and on radio and and I really couldn't imagine it any other way now it's nerve-wracking but at the same time I get to tell people about the sport of greyhound racing and why I love it and in hope that people kind of catch that bug too. Tell me from your perspective, you know, the the amazing impact that, you know, women in racing and not just our code, you know, it's across all three codes as well. But, you know, you've got um, obviously yourself and, and Simone down in Victoria, you've got um, Leia's doing a fantastic job in WA and, you know, she's only fairly new to the sport as well. I think um, sort of that, you know, stigma around, you know, that it's a male dominated sport you know, the fact that we're seeing so many amazing females come through now, it, it just helps pave the way for any other young, um, aspiring young girl out there who's just so keen to get into that side of racing. Obviously, we have, you know, an immense amount of successful trainers and owners and breeders, but particularly getting females into the media side. Um, you know, from your perspective, I suppose you would just be wrapped to see, you know, how many women we've got now in the media. And, you know, I was watching last night, you know, Brooke Ennis has obviously just got involved um, as well through uh, Grand Racing Victoria. Victoria so you know it's just phenomenal without a doubt and I think you know I I do feel like greyhound racing and and, you know probably racing in general is such an equal sport when you talk ground level and and the media side of things I've never once felt like anyone has ever um, belittled me or or questioned why why I'm I'm in the role that I am I think people understand that I've got the passion and and if I don't understand something I'm I'm also not too proud to to ask um, you know people questions and, and really dive into it but it's funny having dealt with the corporate side of things too you realize just how great racing is because we have some of especially here in Victoria and and WA now as well there's amazing women who who have so much success in the training ranks and and, you know it's just kind of gets a little bit murky when you head into the corporate side of things because it's it's certainly a lot more challenging it takes a lot more gusto um, especially being a, a young I really can't use the term young anymore for too much longer but a young female in a corporate side of things it's it's really tough it, it can be really disheartening but then you look at the ground reach you look at our top 10 trainers and and you look at all these wonderful female names and it just shows that you know racing in general is is so equal what are some of the um you know the best things about you know your your role at the moment what are the things you most enjoy obviously all of it but <laughs> there's some things you can pinpoint in particular I think meeting new people um, and and hearing their stories, you know, I feel like um, every time I get the opportunity to talk to someone, I gain a, a friend and it's... It, Although everyone says that greyhound racing is a little family in general, I mean, yep. how often can you bring you know your your child or your baby to to an interview or something like that? And you've got <laughs> someone helping out. Like I, I did an interview at the start of the year when 
oh, no, the middle of this year, I should say, when Harriet, my daughter, was, she must have been, oh, I want to say four months old, I went and interviewed Jason Thompson about the new Terrelgan track and Shona was more than happy to put her hand up to help out with Harriet because I was a bit stuck um, for people looking after her and even though Harriet screamed her face off for the whole, you know, 40 <laughs> minutes that I was interviewing Jason, Shona was just you know, cool, calm and collected, just, a, you know, a typical mum who, who had done it all before. So, I mean, there's not very many workplaces where 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 you can do that and I'm, I'm just so thankful. I know there are many people who I can call on if I ever need help or, or if I need to bring Harriet along for a shoot, everyone's understanding. Yep, for sure. Now, coming up, obviously, in the next, you know, there's, I know from a New South Wales perspective, there's so many good things planned up here. What, um, is there anything exciting in the works um, down south, down your way? I think the Terrelgan reopening is something really exciting. There's been plenty of question marks as to um, what this track's going to do once it opens with the being a J-curve and, and very non-traditional. But I think once we see, you know, dogs racing and a, a Terrelgan Cup um, run on it, I, I do really think it's it's kind of, you know, testing the waters as to what's to come in the future for greyhound racing, um, you know, from, from a country perspective. So it's... Um, yeah, no, I think, you know, to the Terrelgan reopening is certainly something pretty high, but also seeing what happens with the Phoenix, yeah. um, you know, from now on. I think it was so special to be a part of the very first running of the Phoenix and, and I can't wait to see what it evolves into. How good was the box draw concept for the Phoenix? I loved that. <laughs> <laughs> and it was funny when Ash Baker was talking me through what was happening. I said, "You know, how are we going to get this on thrill of the chase? We we need to make sure we incorporate all of it." And I think a gold star needs to go to David Gill and, and Troy Little, who um, who really played up that theatre when it came to picking the box whether we're going <laughs> whether they were going to go. I think it was box five or whether we're going to whether they were going to go outside um, a bit closer to the fence. So I think it was it was absolutely brilliant, and I, I just. I was just so glad to be a part of it. I was screaming at the TV when Dave was standing there. I'm going, come on, Dave, eight, put him next to eight. (laughs) I think we all were inside. Oh, look, well, thank you so much for your time. Um, look, yeah, like I've I've said to many people before, I said you've only got to look at, you know, your journey and what you've done and all the things you've achieved. And, you know, if I can be half as successful as you, I'll be a very happy person. But I think just the message is, you know, just any person out there, whether you're young or you think you're old, you're not, um, you just need to have a go. I, I've really encouraged people lately, and, you know, you could probably reiterate this, you know, even just go and follow someone around or volunteer. You don't necessarily have to score a, you know, a paid gig if you've got the time to sort of volunteer and learn what it's all about. Then that's only going to help you in in the long run. Oh, without a doubt, the amount of volunteer hours that I put in beforehand, and and even now learning new new things, um, I probably do more volunteer hours than I do worked and paid hours. But yep. I think it it all it all pays off. You know, as long as you've got a good work ethic and and a kind heart, I think um, success falls your way. No. You've been listening to the Greyhound Girl podcasts with Dimity Ma, proudly brought to you by Greyhound Performance Products. You can find them on Facebook or their website, greyhoundpp.com.au.